Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Believe in UCLA football podcast. It's going to be a great episode today. Uh, we have a special guest, um, but first of all, as always, I'm James H. Williams. I'm an editor and reporter for the Southern California News Group and the Orange County Register. And as always, joined here by my co-host, former UCLA linebacker, Josh Woods. Josh, what's going on, man? Yo, chilling. Just another week, you know, ready to talk some UCLA football, past, present, and future. There you go. Well, And we'll jump right into it. You want to go ahead and introduce our guest for this episode? Coming on the show, our first guest <laughs> mm-hmm. had to be a member of the Brotherhood, uh, the guy that encouraged me to rock the blue and gold before I even had the opportunity, <laughs> you know, or the, the offer And in that case. A fellow linebacker, Lokini Toiloa from the Inland Empire. Yep. Welcome to the show, my brother. What's going on, man? Pleasure to be here. Happy to be here. Actually, um, when Josh first tweeted that you guys were doing this, mm-hmm. I messaged him instantly and told him I need a feature on the podcast ASAP. And I've kind of been bugging him ever since until he told me Monday, like, let's do it on Tuesday. I said, okay. Yeah, you, got, you got the call, huh? Finally. Yeah, I finally got the call. <laughs> I've, like, been bugging him. I've been bugging him ever since it aired out that you guys are doing this. <laughs> we're like nine episodes in and he's saying finally. No, uh, we're happy to have you on it. I think like Josh mentioned that like the first episode or maybe that was before we even started. For, he's like, Lil Kenny wants to be on it. And I'm like, Lil Kenny could be on it. That's fine with me. Um, so yeah, so no, that we this, is, this has been a, something I've been looking forward to. And obviously I, I was there and with Josh here last year it was 2019. So covering UCLA um, since 2019. But of course I remember you guys when you guys were back in high school, yeah. uh, when, when I was first getting started and moved out here uh-huh. to the, to the Inland empire. So I was, I was a youngin back then. You guys were youngins back then. Um, you know, and, and when I was in the newsroom, I always heard these names and I was just trying to figure out who's who and, and who are the best players in the area and it would be Lil Kenny this, Josh Woods that, Tyler Helinski this. And I'm like, okay, okay. Damian Alloway this, Nate Metters that. And um, and all of you guys, yeah. except for Tyler, obviously, went to UCLA. Um, so, so yeah, and, and I, I've told Josh before, I still have it somewhere. I was actually looking for it, but couldn't find it. Um, I still have the Prep High School Magazine cover that had Lil Kenny. Kalinsky and Damian Alloway on it <laughs> yeah. um, somewhere it, somewhere around here. But yeah, man, um, Josh had, had mentioned before um, and he just mentioned it again that <clears throat> you were pretty big on recruiting him to UCLA. And, mm-hmm. and, and he said you were kind of in his ear and you kind of manifested it in a way. Do you mind tell me if that's true or a little bit about what you remember about getting Josh on board? Um, Pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, Josh, Josh and I were obviously uh, close and cool in high school just from football and being from the same area. And then obviously me knowing I was, I was going to go to UCLA, I was like, all right, now let, let's bring some of my guys, other guys I know. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously with football, a lot of it's chemistry and a lot of that stuff. And it just felt like it was easier. Obviously, I'm going to recruit everyone to go to the school right. I'm going to because I don't want to play against them, obviously, <laughs> right. especially the good ones like right. Josh. So it just felt like. At the time, it was just being funny a lot of times. And that was when uh, Coach uh, Jeff Obrick was the linebacker coach there. And I used to talk to Obrick uh, often. And then Josh always came up a lot. You know, he would ask me questions about Josh or 
I'll bring up Josh, like Josh was this, Josh was that. And that was during the time when uh, UCLA still did camp at Cal State San Bernardino. Mm -hmm. So me and Josh would always just coordinate, like, I'm going to practice today, this day, or I'm going to this game. Are you going? And it just kind of just went from there, kept going, kept going. And then they eventually, they offered Josh. And Josh was a year older than me, so Josh actually got there before me. Josh Mm -hmm. was there a whole year before me. But, yeah, just kept putting it in the air. It was like, let's go play football together. Let's go play football together. And it ended up coming true. They offered Josh. He he took it and ran with it. And then shortly after that, I was, I was there with him walking around campus. So oh, well, we, okay. we missed we missed a major part. Oh, oh, OK. What did we miss, Josh? What did we miss? So it, it, it did happen where Lil Kitty manifested it. And we had literally we, we had been talking about this like mm-hmm. every every camp, every seven on seven, like every every time that we were together, we were talking about like us being the future and us living out this dream of being UCLA. But there came a time where Lokini took a, an official visit Ooh. to a different school. <laughs> See, I was going to ask that. If, if, uh. I, get, I, get, I get the call. <laughs> I get the call like, hey, bro, you might be mad, but I might I might be going somewhere else. Lokini told you this? Yes. Lokini tells me I might be going He's somewhere else. He's talking about else. a different one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, nah, like not happening. Come take your official. Like, I'm your host. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, nah, we're, we're not letting that happen. We're getting to UCLA. We're going to make this dream happen. Yeah, so, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, it was, that one yeah, said that. You want to tell, yeah. tell that, that part of the story? Yeah. It, well, I mean, that is true. All that's true. I, uh, I visited Utah on Thanksgiving weekend okay. of 2015. And it was, I was set to enroll. I enrolled early. So I was set to enroll, you say, like January 6th or something. And I went and visited Utah like a month and a half before I was supposed to enroll and just getting in my head. Like, oh, I, I, I really like I like Utah um, from the jump, like despite mm-hmm. everything. And then so they were in the mix for you half, pretty early then, right? Yeah, they were. They actually and I have a lot of family. You know, every time we play Utah, all my family's up there. I have 50, 60, 70 relatives. At the oh, yeah, he took, he's taking all the tickets. <laughs> yeah, I was taking all the tickets. And then, yeah, it kind of did come for I mean, I, I'm not going to I was really in in a in a pickle. Like, damn, I. I've been UCLA this, UCLA that for all these years. Yeah, and then right. a month and a half before, I'm like, what am I going to look like if I just <laughs> UCLA this, UCLA that? Then, oh, last minute, I go, go Utah. And then it kind of like the roles flip. I was trying to get Josh to UCLA. He's there. And then I called Josh, like, man, like Utah's driving a good bargain right now, Josh. And, then, and they got you on Thanksgiving weekend. So they're probably yeah, they probably got me on too. I was, yeah, it just, I don't know if it was just, being in the moment, you know, Thanksgiving up there in Utah and then all my family as well, like all hundred of us, 200 of us just all together. But there was definitely a, a point in my in my life where Josh was the one in my ear, where the tables turned and Josh was the one <laughs> recruiting me back to UCLA after being UCLA for all these years. Josh is trying to, is begging you not to undo everything that you did the past yeah, year. And, and, you, know, and I, you got him sitting at Westwood <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, you're coming and, and then you're not gonna yeah. come. Got a suit like, Westwood waiting for me, and then I'm with Josh. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was like, it's it's too late now. We already we already in this. You, I'm already here. You come yeah. in. We gonna make this happen. We you were committed. Always said we were gonna do. You were committed when Josh was committed. Because <laughs> there was a point where I could have, like I said before, there was yeah. a point where I could have went to Oregon, mm-hmm. and that would have messed it up. Then Locaney probably would have been looking at me crazy, and then I'd have been trying to get him to Oregon. But yeah, I stuck oh, to what Josh, I, what I said. Josh I was, was a big do. Oregon guy. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing, just different schools. For both of us. <laughs> no, but that that's interesting, though, right? And I think that's something that people forget 
um, during the recruiting mm -hmm. process. And, and for me, obviously, like I mentioned, watching you guys in high school, I knew Lil Kenny was at Carter. I know Josh is at Upland. And I'm one of the things I was wondering is like, do these guys like know each other? Like, and I would look at the, like the football magazine I mentioned, I'd see all these guys on the cover. And I was like, do all these guys know each other and know about each other? I'm like, or do they just meet up to take this photo? And like, that's it. But then I remembered like, there's seven on sevens. And I know, I remember hearing all about um, Ground Zero uh, back in the day with O'Kenny and what was it, Damien yeah. and everybody else. Josh was there for a little bit. Josh was, for you. I was there for, for a little you. bit. He, but he, I'm a frat, I'm a frat boy for life. <laughs> so, so I remember here and I was like, oh yeah, I could see why like everyone would kind of know everybody from that. I know Josh mentioned like he was, he was even trying to get in the, the ear of, um, of Jaden Daniels when he was at Cajon at the time. Um, oh, we both were. Yeah, we both were. So, but, but see, that's interesting though. And like you guys too were like, you guys were kind of in it together, even though you guys were a year apart and both of you guys had to kind of reel the other one back in. So I find that interesting because I think everyone thinks that when you're committed to the school, sometimes obviously at the end of the day, it is an individual decision. But when you start attaching and building this relationship with other guys that also plan to go to the same place, like, I think that's something fans need to recognize that sometimes like, man, why did so-and-so go here? It's right in his backyard. But it's like, sometimes there's other factors that go into it. Sometimes your boys are over there, or the people that you're mm -hmm. familiar with, or there's a coach you're familiar with over there. And that makes the transition for you a lot easier. Right. So um, I find that interesting. What, what, um, what were some other, I don't know if I've even, at, well, I kind of asked Josh this, but Locating, what, what were some other trips that you may have taken that you found interesting? And did, if I did, I'm trying to remember, did you have any interest in um, UC, uh, USC at the time? And, and, and were they in the mix for you at all? Yeah, uh, growing up, I was a, a big SC fan, whole family. Who, who wasn't? So, yeah, exactly. We were too. We, we mentioned it yeah. here too. That yeah, I, it, my family's all USC. Josh yeah. is USC. And it kind of it kind of never faded. Um, it never mm -hmm. faded. And then you know, as getting older and football progressed for me, and just having the opportunity to go to both schools, the one of the big things for me was my brother and I wanted to play football together. Mm -hmm. Growing up in Little League, I was always twice his size, so we never got to play together on the same weight division in Little League. Yeah, because I was always bigger than him. So our first time playing together was freshman year of high school, and we kind of had fun. Like we just had fun. It was like I'm playing with my brother. Like obviously everybody on the team, you know, you consider them family right. and brother, but it just, it hits completely different when it's your actual brother, like mm -hmm. your blood brother. So we had so much fun with that and just the joy for our family. And our whole thing was like, we wouldn't play football together. Like, and then when the chance came, USC offered me, it's funny because USC, UCLA offered me and then USC was my next offer like a couple days after, but mm -hmm. USC actually offered me a scholarship while I was at a UCLA spring ball practice. <laughs> they called me in the-, in the did, they, of the did they know you were there? I don't, I have no idea, but they called me. It was early. It was in the morning. They called me like actually during practice, like practice is just about to start. I remember stepping out. It was uh, when it was Spalding. It was Spalding. When you guys had Spalding, it was like the 280 yard fields. Yeah. Before, before the, the was Yeah. Before mm -hmm. the facility and everything. So no I, I stepped out the gate and yeah, I walked out the gate and was right there between Paulie and uh, in the field, that mm -hmm. little walkway. I was right there. And that's when USC offered me. And even then it was still, for me personally, it always came down to UCLA or USC. And then, my, like I said, my brother and I wanted to play together and USC didn't offer my brother. So we were mm -hmm. like, all right. We looked at it. It, it was simple to us. It's like, okay, UCLA is our backyard. At the time, we had a one-year-old little brother who was mm -hmm. like everything to us who still is. And it was like, all right, we don't want to be too far away from family. Right. 
and just outside of his life, like, okay, we're mm-hmm. away, we're, we're an hour away. If anything happens, we want to come home, we get on the freeway, we'll be home in an hour. My family yeah. can come see us in an hour. Like, we can still have our, our weekly dinners, whatever the case is, weekly brunches, whatever, the, just mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. So it, it was really was just a no-brainer. And all, all my friends were there, like Woodsy, Alloway, like, felt just all my friends were there already. So it was like- Chris, everybody. It, yeah. You really oh, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't go wrong with it. It was like, it, it's really, it was honestly just a no-brainer. Like, it, it just made the most sense. I forget about that too. That um, Felton was a Temecula, a Great Oak or something. I forget yeah, he about went to that. Great Oak and Temecula. And and you know what? I, when the whole time was he? Is he the same year or he's like a year younger he's, than you guys? He's right? the same year as me. Yeah. I don't remember hearing a word about uh, Felton at all. That's like great. he was Ground Zero too, which is crazy. Yeah. I Felt was th- Ground Zero. Chris Barnes was Ground Zero. Damian Alloy was Ground Zero. Breland Brandt was Ground Zero. Where did there was, there was a few of us? Where did Barnes go again? Liberty right. High School in Bakersfield. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So uh, this is again. So this is something I was. That's far, that, Okay. He's not that's, an IE guy. That I know, he's, but he's, he's he's ground zero. But is yeah. he like? Is he coming down every week or what? Yeah, like every, every weekend, he was coming down to uh, Carter High School where the ground zero practices were. Damn. Every weekend, his dad, him, his mom and dad, they drove down here to practice, and practice started like seven, eight in the morning. So they were hitting the road like what three, four in the morning just to come work out. Some, yeah, play for ground like zero and practice. So ground ground zero really is life. Like I, I always that's at that, at that point in time, <laughs> at, at ground that point, zero was life. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we were still sending them home sometimes, you know, in, in seven on seven tournaments. But I respect ground zero. A lot mm. of my homies, a lot of my brothers <laughs> came from ground zero, you know. But to backtrack a little bit, it's funny because mm-hmm. we're talking about uh Loka offered at UCLA practice, but from USC. It's mm-hmm. funny because me and Loke used to go to like, well, and other Illinois Empire guys, but like mm-hmm. me and Loke, especially, we talk to each other like, oh, what game are you going to games this weekend? Whatever. Yeah, we, we were going to SC. We were, like, yeah, we we're going to SC <laughs> games too. It wasn't we like we were just going. Like, yeah. It wasn't like we were just going to UCLA games. Like, oh, right. like UCLA was away. at home. Yeah, yeah, like SC, SC's home. Like, oh, let's pull up to the uh to the game. Like, I'll see you in the recruit lounge, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. still we. I mean, we're talking to. All the guys from the Illinois Empire, I think we like built uh, bonds with like mm-hmm. guys from where we're from. Even the younger guys, I feel like if you're from where we're from, it's just like a, a certain trust or like an earned respect mm-hmm. um, that the younger guys from the Illinois Empire had. The same way that I know Lokini can attest to, the same way that that we looked up to, um, like Kenny Clark mm-hmm. and yep. the Bobby Wagner's of it. When we were at UCLA, the younger high school kids from the Inland Empire were the ones that were hitting us up about things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it that's when it it kind of becomes like a, a a you know where you're from a, a earned trust and like kind of like a pipeline situation where you want to you know follow the path ahead of you. So that's yeah. how we were able to get like whenever there's a new Illinois Empire guy, as soon as they get a lock on him, him, like a hawk, right? Yeah. Me, me, yeah, me and little Kenny gonna be like, oh, you from so and so, whatever, like, oh, that's what's up. Like, you know, you can if you need any help or anything, you know, right. you know who's here, you know, because mm-hmm. we were from there in that situation. And I like it wasn't like that to any it wasn't like oh, if of course. guys were from like Oregon or LA. <laughs> right, Oregon. Like, right. don't talk to me, don't ask me. It wasn't right, like right. that. But guys from my fellow area, it, it was mm-hmm. just it was just different. It's, a, like, it's just it different. Extra, That's right. Yeah, it, yeah it, it was like more extra love. It's like mm-hmm. you know, family. You know, it's the it's that cousin you ain't know was your cousin. You know, mm-hmm. situ you know situation like that. But also though, Logan's talking about you still being in the backyard. Yeah, when they when him and Langy first came, 
Even like early in a few first years, I feel like they was going home like every other weekend. Oh, our whole first, because since we were old early, that whole first six, seven months where we still should have been in high school, we were home every weekend. Like everything was packed. Everything was packed Thursday night before, right after workouts Friday, boom. We go to breakfast, we're in the car on the 210 freeway. Headed home every weekend for like the first six, seven months. Every weekend we're going home. And and I I've always noticed that about you though, Kenny. Like especially with your your little brother that you mentioned earlier. Like I have you on um like IG and all that stuff, yeah. and it's like I always see like your the bond you have with your little brother, and you always fooling around, and it would crack me up so much. <laughs> it's just like it's so funny. Shout out to and, <laughs> and I'm like, so when Josh like mentions that, and when you talk about like what family means yeah. to you. I can, I, I can, I can tell, like, I already knew, like, just from the different things I would see you post, like, over time. Um, but talk about your, your brother, too, Langy, because I remember, obviously, hearing about both of you guys at, at Carter, but I, well, he wasn't he, like, committed to San Jose State for, like, the longest, and I think it was, like, maybe up till signing day, if I remember, where he yeah. flipped or something? So, our, our recruiting took, like, complete opposite paths, like, mm-hmm. complete one, like, complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So after sophomore season, I got my first offer from Cal and it kind of just blew up and kept going from there. Mm-hmm. Whereas him, he didn't get his first offer till about like junior season. Mm-hmm. And then San Jose State was his first offer and it was his only offer for, for, a, for a while. while. Mm-hmm. So then the night I committed to UCLA, um, we had a whole ground zero ceremony. I committed to UCLA, felt Demetri Felton committed to UCLA and Stephen Carr committed to NCAA. I was in the building. Stephen yeah. Carr. Mm-hmm. And my I remember hearing about it. Definitely in the I, think I, wanted to, I think I wanted to go to that too. And my I think brother, I want, I think I he remember committed to San Jose State, and then we played like the whole junior season, still San Jose State being his only offer. Then that off season, you know, we hit the circuit again, going to all the camps, mm-hmm. and that's when his recruiting blew up. He had Washington, Arizona State, um, Oregon State, like schools just kept coming. And then he went, he went and did the uh, the UCLA camp, the high school camp, and he won the mm-hmm. defensive back MVP. And right okay. after he did that, working out with me, they shot him the offer, and then he he flipped right away. Like, yeah, we're about to make this thing happen. But prior to that, like it's been in the works. It was like, all right, like me, like we were a package deal. That was a conversation every mm-hmm. week. And no disrespect to a lot of schools, but a lot of schools that like, they didn't see it that way. They didn't, they, right. didn't, they didn't like, they didn't like, not that they didn't like that, but they wanted me and not him. I was like, all right, like mm-hmm. with all due respect, like that's that's not how this is working in my eyes. Love mm-hmm. you guys, appreciate the offer, but right. we're a package deal. Like we started this together. Every workout training session I did, he was at, and it it used to bug me. Like it used to really bug me because like. We didn't, we eat, slept, train, worked everything we did together. And then I had all the success and he did. Right. So I was like, nah, like we started this together. Like we're going to finish it together. And you said, like I said, UCLA came with, he won it. He earned the offer at the camp. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no brainer. So that, we're, we're packing up. We're about to hit that. We're about to hit the road to our West. And that's where we're going to be at. That's no, that, and that's, that's love right there. And, and again, like you kind of mentioned it and it made me start having some memories too. So one, I, I played at Downey High. I wasn't very good. I was only like four. I was like four eleven probably, and didn't really play because of my size. But I had a twin brother who's who was bigger, taller, and he played receiver. I played DB, and he would get all the rep. Like our senior year, he was playing. He was catching balls and all that. And I didn't really play. I didn't really care. I was just happy to be there. But like just being there every day for four years, freshman, JV, varsity. Like we built so many memories together. Like that's your brother. You're gonna build memories regardless but just being on the football field sharing those experiences complaining about conditioning all that stuff together <laughs> it's like 
like that just makes your bond and your brotherhood that much stronger. So I definitely appreciate yeah, exactly. what, what you were saying there about um, you and your brother. And I was actually going to like mention, I was like, how, did, like you said you were already committed, you did your ceremony, but you were still hitting the camps. Was that just so that you and your brother, like we're a package deal, like we're trying to get, still get offers or like, were you just trying to put in your own work? <laughs> So I'm gonna stop you there. First of all, ever since sophomore year, when Lakini started getting offers and was a five star, Lokini had the status to just show up and not do anything. Yeah, that Lokini, <laughs> Lokini is, is the kid that shows up to the camp and is just talking to the coaches the whole time. Never never even touches he didn't even bring his cleats. Let's put it that yeah. way. He didn't he wouldn't even bring his cleats to the camp because he knew he wasn't gonna do nothing. So he's the he's the <laughs> <laughs> the kid that's just right next to the coach just talking and chopping it up the, the whole time having fun while these kids out here grinding like Langy's probably out there taking every one-on-one rep <laughs> no, and he, look, was. he was look kitty just there talking and to I, be I fair was. he I said was. he he said he was hitting the camps he didn't say he was participating yeah, in the camp <laughs> i was i was there everyone he, hey, he did he did i was in my part. slides i was in my slides <laughs> I, whatever you got to do but no but but like that's why that's why it came to mind because i'm like damn if you're already at offers if i know you were like highly touted coming out of high school like i was that was i was like why were you still doing the camps but i mean you still it's a business you still do what you gotta do you gotta see what's out there and keep exploring right like you can't just settle because what if ucla were to pull out on you the last time i've heard of that with different schools too where they'll pull out on a kid on signing day and say like, oh like we're going in a different direction and then they got to crawl over to whatever school yeah. they rejected like two weeks ago or something. Yeah, so that does happen. They got to come with their hands out. Like, yeah, right. Right. And then they're it like, happens. Oh, it maybe we'll squeeze sure. a partial in for you or something. Like then you're like kind of down bad, I would think. But um, we, you guys mentioned another name. You guys mentioned Chris Barnes <clears throat> and, and Kenny Clark, both mm-hmm. of them are playing for the Packers. Um, and then who got drafted? And then, Oh, and then Sean Ryan just got drafted to the Packers too. So a bunch of UCLA guys over there at the Packers. But yeah. what are um, some memories with more specifically um, Chris Barnes Chris, and, and, and and being in that? Oh, it, the, Mr. You, oh, the Mr. T Mohawk. The Mr. T Mohawk. The the thing is, so I didn't really know Chris mm-hmm. because when I was at Ground Zero, he wasn't there. And mm-hmm. then I don't think he, I don't think he joined. Right, Loke? He joined Ground Zero after I was pretty much gone. Yeah, he, he joined after our after me and his junior season, which is like the last year you can do seven on seven. Yeah, so I didn't really know Chris, but knowing Loke, if you're homies with Loke, like mm-hmm. you automatically gonna be my homie. Yeah. So then that kind of when Chris came, it was autumn, like at first <laughs> it was like I don't really know this dude, but then like came best friends with him to mm-hmm. where we could all joke on Chris. You know what I'm saying? Like Chris was just a guy that we all joked on when he first <laughs> first came in. But it's crazy that we built a bond to where it was dope our last season, where it's me, Chris, Loke, and Lange mm-hmm. all on the field at one time. I remember and that. Like, yeah. To me, the, like those are my favorite memories because those are really yeah. like my brothers. It's like I could literally look to the left, look to the right, mm-hmm. and like I would do I would do anything for them guys, and I know that they would do anything. For me, on and off the field, like those, those were honestly the, my favorite moments in the Rose Bowl in in college. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, because like I didn't get my my older brother played at Laverne. My little brothers were still in high school. Like I never got to play with like my actual you know right. blood family. But like 
Low Kenny Langy, Chris, like we we all have tattoos that you know we got we matching MBK, tattoos. We all have matching MBK tattoos. And Josh like, never mentioned this. He never mentioned like this. My I mean, but no, we know like it's not yeah. something that we all oh, okay. put out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, just yeah, a, yeah. it's a bond that that we have all made together. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like it's that's like it was that was as close to me playing, you know, with my blood brothers as possible was when we were all out there on the field together. I don't know if look how you can attest to that one. No, it, it's real. Like just like Josh said, like obviously how I brought up playing with Langi earlier, like the the relationship and dynamic between me and my blood brother, like mm-hmm. there was no difference between Josh and Chris. Like you couldn't tell there was not even whether you're just inside us or just like coaches used to bring it up all the time. Mm-hmm. We're always together, like always. We're always at training table together, weight room together, everything. And Coach Kelly and the guys would bring it up, like like they're like or <laughs> they would see one of us by ourselves or just two of us. I'm like, where, where's yeah. the other two? Like, wonder like, what's like, wrong. Where's that? Like, where's like, everybody like, else? Like what's going on? Like this, this doesn't seem right. There's, all four of you are together. Like what's going on here? <laughs> That's funny. No, it's funny too because like. I've always associated all of you guys together. And I think maybe that's just because I was there the one year when all of you guys were there. But it's like when I thought about asking Josh, like about to even do this podcast, like Low Kenny's name, oh, your name always like comes to mind. Like you, Chris. By association. Yeah. yeah like you, just you, all you, of one, you. One of us is all of us. And mm-hmm. I was like, Langy was everybody's little brother. Just because it was Logan's mm-hmm. little brother, Langy was there for that. <laughs> was everybody's <laughs> little brother. And that was that whole dynamic was funny because. We're only, I'm 10 months older than him. So our whole relationship with dynamic growing up, mm-hmm. it was never really big brother, little brother. Right. Like never, we never saw it like that parent. Like it was just, like that's mm-hmm. my brother, just because how close we are in age. Then we get to college and then that's when it's like, that guy's like that. It's like, like, you're, like, you're little bro. Like you're little, it's like, little bro this, little bro. Like, where's your little bro at? Where's your little bro? Like, that was my first time ever hearing it. Like constantly, like, where's your little bro? Like, oh, that's little bro. Like this, isn't that, but I was like, as far as we we're concerned, like we're we're on the same. It wasn't mm-hmm. no hierarchy or nothing because like yeah. that's just my brother. Like we're so close in age, it was always the same. Then we get to college, and it's, he's 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 just always little bro. He's never heard that his whole life. Then we get to college, and everybody <laughs> everybody's referring to him as little brother. Like, dang, I don't even do that, but <laughs> that's just what it is. They that's put that narrative on him or whatever. They yeah. just, like, damn. But it was interesting too because I think I remember he like he went in as a DB. And when I like oh. first looked at the depth chart, I was like linebacker. I was like, wait, why is Langy is a linebacker? Like I didn't know they both. I, I had to like look at his size. I'm like, did he like bulk up or, or that, was that, it just hanging out UCLA, with you guys? <laughs> no, the the uh, UCLA um, cafeterias in the dorm halls would do that to you. Oh, I think boy, we we yeah. all we all put on put on that freshman weight, and Dev, some of it just stuck. Dev, late night, oh my god! And at that time, I never forget. That's what I always tell people. You know how they have like little um thingies in the middle of the tables in the dining hall with like the ads and stuff. Mm-hmm. At that time when we were there, it said UCLA was ranked number one in like dining hall food. I've and heard we, about this. Oh, uh, we used to be in there really it lived up to the hype. Like, it wasn't just hype, like the, that ranking okay. they lived up UCLA lived up to it for sure. Cause we were in this, there faithfully. Going to other schools for camp, like even San Bernardino, and even now, like we did like our team, we had camp and another uh college up here right and mm-hmm. it was a kind of a similar situation where we were eating out of like a kind of a dining hall type restaurant thing of on campus and i'm like you should like food is like way better than this like <laughs> like like you see like five star like mm-hmm. dining halls where like other schools it's like this is the best y'all got you feel me and it's like 
You guys are spoiled. Food. That's what that's yeah, what it was. And no, but the, the crazy part <laughs> is it's not even just the, the football food, like the athlete, it's the dining hall where mm, yes. all the students and staff go. Like it wasn't just people were thinking like, oh, you guys are football. Like, no, the dining hall where everybody could go. If you were brewing, you could go there no matter what rank brewing, whether student, faculty, that dining hall where everybody went, it was just, it was out of this world. All of them were. They were just, it was crazy. We had great times in there for sure. Y'all oh, still, y'all still think time. about that food, huh? What? Oh, I would I would eat there right now without a doubt. <laughs> yes. Take let me, me to Dene. Let me get a swipe. Give me, give me a, a swipe. swipe. Yeah, let me get a who swipe. Got, who got a swipe? Let me get a swipe. <laughs> Man. No, I've I've heard I've heard like a lot. Like I think the LA Times wrote an article about how much money was like spent like on you guys for like the the football program and food and like I think I we think, were number I I think we were like <clears throat> number one. Like you said, like football was spending the most money to to feed their kids. Once, mm-hmm. once Coach Kelly got there, oh, it was a it was yeah, like a cardinal sin to be hungry or lose weight. I think it was like almost <laughs> like, it what, was like just, almost five million a year for food or something. It was like a lot. Yeah. It was like some ridiculous, like it was number. ridiculous, James. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like it was you come in, you get a, a hot breakfast, like two meats, two, you know, a full meal. Mm-hmm. You work out after that, you get another hot meal lunch, and then they give you to-go boxes, like a whole meal, like a burger and fries or a sandwich Damn. and chips, whatever the case is, to go to class and just have something to eat during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you come back, you have another hot meal. Like with somebody outside, it'll be like a short rib guy outside or just somebody else like making food on the grill with mm-hmm. the food already there. And then after that, you go to meetings and then you have more food to take home to eat. Like and then it on was weekend, nonstop. And then on the weekends, we were getting nine to 10 meals to go, like just to get you. We were doing weekend. that too. Damn. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. Like it was, it, it was absurd. And the, thing, the thing about that is like, you know, we're in places that like have food, but mm-hmm. like nobody eat it. Like, yeah, everybody's getting like at every meal, it was good food because you know everybody's having full plates of food every day. So yeah. like it's, it's not like a thing where like oh yeah like we have food and it's just you know food getting thrown away in the trash like mm-hmm. no no like guys come in and you're eating full plates like damn plates on plates you know what I'm saying like food like that so like if you needed to put on weight it was easy but if right. you needed to lose right. weight it was kind of tough. It was kind of oh, tough. Man. <laughs> talking about hey, breakfast. We, I feel like we all spent some time sticks. in fat camp. Yeah. Oh what. Yeah, we all spent time in Fat Camp. Damn. Well, concern is, conditioning, but yeah, concern. yeah. So, pr- so pretty much concern conditioning camp. or Fat Camp. It's <laughs> essentially guys that have too high of a body fat percentage, mm-hmm. and if you have that, that means you have extra conditioning. What's it? Every it's like every day, pretty much. Well, you'll have to either after workout get an extra bike, or later in the day come back and run or do Damn. you know cardio lo- or something like with that. With the Losi and Mora, it was every Tuesday and Thursday. They had a little nice razzle dazzle for you after your workout <laughs> to shred a couple more calories. <laughs> with, with 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 Chip and uh, Coach Wittrick, I feel like it was voluntold. Like they would, <laughs> they would like recommend it, but like if everybody go up there, you're gonna go up there and get your cardio in too, you know. Where it's like not to try to make kind of try to make you feel bad, but it's mm-hmm. like. Do you I mean, want to be great? They got to you know get you on your mark, yeah. I, I think voluntold is like the perfect word to describe that. <laughs> yeah, like, like you should you should you should go go upstairs and go uh run 3 miles like you, <laughs> And it, you know you know how the the weight room is set up where you can look up and see who's on the cardio machines. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, look, look Kenny's up there on the treadmill, you know. Damn. Maybe maybe you should go up there with him. <laughs> But then e- even 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 outside of that, it was like you see somebody else up there. It's like damn, like 
It kind but of I, made you not feel bad, but I, it's like, but I, I think, now I, think, now I, think, I, I mean, have to go. I think that we started that culture, though, as far as I remember I went and asked Coach Ronald, like, hey, yo, let me uh, let me get an extra. I'm trying to lift uh, again later. Like, um, you know, can you, give me, can you write me something? And then I did it. And I remember like Loke and Chris were like, oh, we're trying to be on that, too. No, you did start it. You started it. And then Chris, it was you and Chris and then me and Lane, you be like, like, what the hell y'all doing? Or we'll be in the locker room. <laughs> And you two would come downstairs, like what y'all was doing, like oh, was like, like what time y'all be lifting that? Like y'all not gonna leave us out, like. And then it just it turned into Ronnie's Body Shop. Called Ronnie, we called it the Body Shop, and it kind of did. But I, yeah, I was like, I think it was pretty cool because it turned into a whole camaraderie thing of the whole team coming to these extra workouts where we hadn't been able to do that before. Like it wasn't a thing. We we you know it's only workouts for, you know, in the mornings. But then we changed it all right boys i'm gonna stop you guys right there great stuff as always from josh but also from Lokenia as well just having these two guys like i mentioned um i've seen them play in high school and to watch how much they've grown and the camaraderie that they've built as two guys from the inland empire and teammates at ucla um just just being able to be a fly on the wall to listen to uh some of their stories as they kind of catch up on old times and stuff it's pretty neat, pretty good experience, and um, yeah, we, we, we talked for quite a while uh, when we were recording this conversation, and this happened before uh, the Big Ten conference move with, with UCLA and USC, so we'll definitely be getting to some of that with Josh um, here next week, um, but for Josh and Lokeni and myself, the conversation we had, um, we talked for like three hours, so we're going to split some of that up uh, over the next couple weeks here into some different episodes so you'll be catching some of that in some different episodes over the next couple weeks but yeah as if, if there's any more fallout with usc and ucla um you'll definitely be getting our reactions as well uh, i haven't been able to record with josh yet because he did have an early uh, canadian football league game uh earlier that week he actually had an early thursday game the day that the news broke uh for the big 10 conference move so there's been a lot going on. I've been able to uh, do some other shows and some apparent audio projects and appearances. And uh, I also had a chance to talk to athletic direct, athletic director Martin Jarman and uh, kind of get his thoughts on the whole move and how it played out for them. And uh, just talk about maybe what's next or what, what, what fans should be excited about and why they should be on board with the move uh, to the Big Ten. I'll also ask him about the Rose Bowl and what the future is with the Rose Bowl, and a couple other things. So some of that you can find over at ocregister.com and read some of um, the dialogue me and him had. But, yeah, a lot of great stuff coming up. And obviously with it being summer, we're we're about halfway through summer now, I guess, and we're getting that much closer to the start of fall and spring camp, or summer and fall camp, excuse me. Um, But, yeah, the the football season's right here. It's, It's right around the corner, and... Um, with all the realignment stuff and different conference jumps and different things, and who knows what may happen going forward, um, it, it's 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 going to be a fun time here on the podcast. And uh, media day should be coming up. Pac-12 media day will be coming up at the end of the month. I will be out there for that, and I will. Well, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm like more than likely uh, for sure going to be going out to that. And when I do, I'm hoping to get some audio for you guys to bring back. 
and uh, we'll be playing some of that on the podcast as well. But just going forward, yeah, it looks like we're going to have Lil Kenny and Josh. We're going to be talking some more and, and having great conversation like we've had on this episode. Um, I'll also get Josh's reaction um, sometime in the next episode for um, what he thinks about UCLA going to the Big Ten and um, and kind of how he, how he feels about it. He, he told me a little bit very briefly over text the day that it kind of happened with his instant reaction. And... Um, We'll have a better better idea when we get him on a microphone. So um, until then, thank you guys again so, so much. Make sure you tell your friends you like, subscribe, download, um, leave a comment. Make sure you reach out to me on Twitter at JHW Reporter, and you can find out all the latest stuff I have going on and uh, stay up to date with all things UCLA football. With that being said, you guys have a good one, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.